Creatures of Habit, What We've Forgotten, and all of the Amy updates, all this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Tremolo on you. Oh, vibrato. So delightful. See? I'm still dancing See? to music that's not playing. See, you are a singer. You are, you are, you are a singer, Melissa. You are, no. you no. are. Oh, shucks. Hi, Amy. How are I you? Am. How are you, Melissa? <laughs> <laughs> Your I am is the same as I am. Well, <laughs> I'm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I sure am. <clears throat> we meet again. <clears throat> Once again, I, I got to tell you, I really look forward to sitting down with you every week. Yes. And yes. that includes you too, dear listener. Yes. If you would like to play a larger role in sitting down <laughs> with us, please feel free to send us an email at brilliantobservations at gmail.com or hit us up on any of the socials. You could find us on Facebook, Listen Brilliant. Nope. At Brilliant Observations and under their Brillob Squad, where you could go into it, an elite group and say, hey, guys, didn't Melissa sound high this week? Or wasn't Amy's last meal that she posted amazing? I hope she puts the recipe on here. Or you could just go to Twitter and Instagram and see us at Listen Brilliant. And Twitter your time away. I love that this is where you find the elites. So if ever you were curious when you hear perhaps in the, you know, lexicon that, you know, the elites think this and the elites think that, that's where they all are. They're on they're on at Listen Brilliant. That's where the elites Brillab Squad, hang come see out. us there. Indeed. And you know how you become an elite? No, I don't. How, how, how? You just click. Oh, perfect. See? It's and not even elite. it's not even unattainable. I don't know why people are so down. On the elites. On the elites. When all you have to do <laughs> to be the elites, the elites, hashtag the elites, is just click. Click. It's yeah, not it's one not clicky tough. dicky. Don't, even, you're don't there. even need a manicure. Just go and you're ready. You're, you can just get it done. <laughs> Zero motivation. It's easy. It's the best thing, best part of your day. I'm here to tell you. I've been thinking all week, not so much that I'd check on it myself, but I've been wondering all week how Dogecoin was doing. Have you? Really? I wanted to know if, if you're going to spring for a vacation for us because you've made such a profit. Yeah, I made two cents. Quite literally, it's up two cents over when I bought it. And I'm thrilled at the two cent rise because it had plummeted something like oh, no. 19 cents. Yeah, if you oh, look, no. well, well, that's what that's what highly volatile. That's what this nonsense is all about. It goes all up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. So just this morning, it's back up. Let me check it again. It, last time I checked it in preparation. Can you believe we prepare for this stuff, you guys? In preparation for coming on. It was here. at thirty nine. It was. Now I'm pulling it up as we speak, and I will see in. Yes, don't recognize my face. Yes, enter the passcode. It's my phone. It's my phone, Apple. You should know. I am who I, I say fucking I am. paid you for it. Yeah, it's thirty. It's a point thirty-eight, and I bought it at point thirty-five. And I point meaning it's at thirty-eight cents. Cents. And it was at thirty-five cents. And I'll just very quickly, for the sake of talking about it, I'm going to go back to one month view. Yeah. So, the highest that it has been in the past on April eighteenth, it was at forty-three. And that's the highest we've hit ever. That is the absolute all-time Sell, high. sell, sell. And something like, let me go back five years, that something like all-time low 
It may have been lower than this even still. It won't even show it to me. The graph is too small. Uh, the all-time low is so too small to register on my graph because it is 0.008, I think. So point with the point o, sell high. Yeah, point oh one is a penny. So point oh oh eight is less than a penny. <laughs> and people bought in there, yeah, and now yeah, it's and at now they made thousands. So. They made thousands and hundreds of thousands, depending on how much you bought. So the theory is sell high, buy low. Yes, that's how stock market works. Congratulations. Yeah, that's, why so the that's why we're the elites. That's why we're the elites. Right. It's not just stock market. We know all I the was. A week or so, two weeks ago, we went down to visit our pile of dirt. Remember that? I do. Our pile of dirt it's pile of and cinder blocks. It's a pile of sand at the beach. So now, while we were down there, while we were down there, um, we stopped to use the potty at a very familiar potty, my in-law's place. <laughs> I feel like that's the worst children's book ever. The very familiar potty. <laughs> uh, I think that's the best book ever. You're we found. One that was clean and I trusted. And we started talking <laughs> one, to his... clean and trusted. <laughs> Come on. All right. I stopped to talk to his neighbor, his lovely, lovely neighbor. So talk, talk, talk. The house next to his neighbor is being totally redone. They knocked it down. They built up this brand new house there. And it's they they're almost finished. They are about to get their CO and they can move in. Great, great, great. And this family gets letters in their mailbox weekly that say, I know you just built this house. If you're willing to sell it, we'll pay you more than you can imagine. We just want a new built house at the shore. And what do you do? You consider that offer. No, I, that's, not, that's not how your dream vacation house What do works. you do? Well, what do you think you do? You're in the middle of building your house. You didn't get one, did you? An offer? No, yeah. but we're not done yet. We didn't. We don't even have a mailbox, so how could we get it in our mailbox? But there was a house there before, so it was. It's a situated. This one is ours. Was a lot. So it, I'm just asking that. What would I do? Really? What should I do? What should I think if we finish building this house and somebody offers us something ridiculous, three million dollars for it? You're nine houses from the from the sand, from toes in the sand. And what what would you do? Somebody's like, you know what? I don't care what they paid to build it or make it or re-whatever. I, I want to give them $3 million. What do I do? <laughs> I would have a really hard time not saying thank you very much. Make the check out to brilliantobservations at gmail.com. I like that check, first of all, since I'm not involved <laughs> in this home purchase in the slightest. <laughs> what I would say is... It is a very challenging proof of concept for you to receive such a hypothetical offer or perhaps even real offer. And you yourself have faced this down and made the decision that I know you would make without any deliberation already. Because as some of our dearest listeners may recall, you once entered the lottery for Hamilton tickets and you won the lottery for four Hamilton tickets. And you had Hamilton tickets and someone offered you crazy amounts of money for your Hamilton tickets. And you had either already seen it or could use the money to then go buy something else. But you were faced with this notion of we've been waiting, we've wanted, oh my goodness, now we have it. And someone wants to pay us more than what we've paid to have this thing that we are in possession of. 
And it was grueling for you to come up with the what, the what, the what to do. And in the end, as I recall, perhaps incorrectly, you went to Hamilton. So the concept is my heart's already in it. My, my heart and my head are already so deep in this house, in this show, right. in this, that now I would make a different decision about Hamilton or was it? Harry Potter. It was something. Um, oh, I would sorry. Probably yeah, I think make, it was Harry Potter I'd and, probably the, make and the it 15th dis- stairwell or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. I probably would make a different decision now with my perfect 2020 hindsight, uh, which differs from my actual sight tremendously. Uh, but I think that uh, you're right, that my heart and my head are in the idea, the concept of what will be with this house. Could we find that someplace else with tons of extra padding and money? Yeah, sure we could. We could take that money and buy something else that's just on the market that will over time need work. But guess what? We just made a shit fuck ton of money. That's a very specific measurement that is not Dogecoin measurable. And you'll only hear hey. things like that, gang, on hashtag the elites. So welcome. What I'm here to, <laughs> what I'm here to tell you also is there's so much riding on your beach house purchase that is time sensitive. I would say unique to this house, but that's not entirely true. It's time sensitive that you are months away from having this completed, that your vision board has already, your mental vision board has already started to click into place in terms of what celebrations you're going to have and how old your children will be when they're there and, 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 right? This was not, you're doing this in a time sensitive manner. If the kids were much younger, if the kids were much older and you were really looking at, we just need a beach pad and we thought that we loved this one, but do we love $5 million more? The other thing is it's the, the there's two schools of thought here. One is it's either people say it's, it's all about the money, but you know, or it's not about the money, but then in the end, it really is kind of about the money, right? So you come down to that, that question of if the price is right, anything's for sale and it's Demi Moore was for sale, right? right? And then that's that's the other thing. It's like, okay, so how much would it take for you to do this or that or the other, right? And if you start if you start throwing out numbers, then you realize, yeah, no. So you are a prostitute. The only issue is for how much. <laughs> so it's like it, it doesn't necessarily have to be about the money. If the idea is this is your family ancestral home, I will never sell it. I am here forever. There is lots of amounts of money can be really provocative, but I'm not ever going to trade something that's a part of me for that versus. Five million parts of me are sitting in the bank yes, right you now. You can have and them. You can have right. my home in exchange for that. So and my yeah firstborn. Yeah. So so the likely so until and unless a ridiculous offer like double right. market value, an offer that could never be refused comes along. That's different. Something that's twenty percent over market value versus what your heart is telling you needs to happen in September. Nah. I would like to discuss with you some privileged problems that I've been hating myself for having and feeling. The cleaning lady came this week, and for the second time, I'm pretty sure she broke my shower head. What? Is she taking a shower? No, but she takes the the arm thing off to to clean the walls in the shower, and now it's just rage dripping. I got to be honest with you. I did marry a physician. I did not marry a plumber. These are things that like, yo, jack of all trades who lives in the house could dabble in this and that. No, fuck them. No. I have a jack of one trade and he's very good at it. Maybe two trades. Maybe three. But not all trades. Let me just say that. 
And when it comes to there's a drip somewhere, I would say 60% of men would be like, let me give it this a turn. Like, let me see if I could, I could only make it worse, better. Let's see. Like it can't. So it turned out that one's like us. The cord is a, we, after we called the plumber, the cord is a, not a comma in it, but it's like a $78 fix. And then who's going to install it? And like, what is going on? Remember when you had to replace your kitchen faucet? I do indeed. Like why, why buy, this is why we can't have nice things. Is that a new segment on our show? I swear, this is why. Uh, we're, we're in a, I was going to say seven. It might be eight. We're in a seven or eight year old everything now. We built this house from the earth. We built this city. So we know everything that's in it chose everything that's in it installed you know the yay and have long since passed the it's new phase we have broken in this minivan right we know what's going on but we are still wildly unprepared for things to break and we've had plumbing breaks like that just and it is the handle on the wand it's almost like that's just something that ain't built to last and that's too bad for you so calling a plumber for things that drip and spew and crack and all the rest of it, I say, go for it. I would call a doctor if I had something wrong with my body. I wouldn't say, let me go to the internet and sit here and try to find a parasite. You know, it's like at a certain point, my time, my sanity, worth a lot more. And even. And you can make it and worse. I don't like, have, yeah, I don't have endless amounts of money. I don't even have amounts of money. But what I do have is the sense to know that I need an expert for this situation. So I will trust that. Hashtag the elites. So I know where we need to go, right? <laughs> it's a mentality that we have. I don't think it's privilege. I think it's education. That's what I think it is. Do you feel that it is a failure of our fathers-in-law <laughs> and their fathers to, like, shouldn't children be taught men women boys girls be taught very basic plumbing very basic I don't want to say electricity because that shit could kill you um aren't there basic skills that I that you feel like we should be taught changing a tire is one of them can you change a tire yes. so and have yes there are basic skills that are valuable to have and like ballroom dancing like knowing how to waltz, like knowing how to play a wind instrument. These are things that are required, right? Knowing how to play any instrument, let's say. Oh, a recorder. Let's yeah, say. he taught you that in yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that count as a wind instrument? I was not thinking of it, but we're going to say yes, hell yes. Okay. Right? Knowing there are things that you need to have a cursory knowledge of. Absolutely. It's a life skill. You must, you must, you must. It doesn't mean that you're going to go on to do these things forever and ever when called upon or even retain the knowledge long term. So I don't have a big hang up about raising three boys who are not that sophisticated with a hammer. But what they are is capable of reading the instructions, looking at the pictures, connecting that that's a screwdriver, knowing which screwdriver it is, basic assembly, basic this, basic that, right? And if they want to take it further, they have all the empowerment, education, knowledge, aptitude to take it further. And if they don't want to take it further, they have long been trained that they need the earning power to hire others. So it's really two schools of thought. There is no do-it-yourself, fix-it-home handyman by blazing choice. The overwhelming majority of these folks are prioritizing doing it without paying for it as higher than paying for it. 
for whatever reason, because there is no money to do it, because there's a pride involved, but it's a choice, right? Because there are people that know how to do this stuff and choose to pay for it because they'd rather spend that Saturday on the boat or wherever that is that they're doing. So, so it, it really, it, and the same comes down to housekeeping, right? Is it required that they clean their own toilets, do their own laundry, mop the floors, sweep the stairs, do all the things, empty the dishwasher, take out the trash? It should be, but in our house, it's required that they know how to do those tasks. And then for the sanity of our fucking house, we hire most of that stuff out. Because if I didn't, I would be a prison warden and I would have the gun hovering very near my own temple most days because I would not be able to handle it. I told you before, a friend of mine said he went to therapy with his wife because they couldn't, they just fought about everything in the house. And the therapist said, can you afford to have somebody else do this for you? Right. Yes. You can, then fucking do it. You can it afford to be you here. Will... Use that money for housekeeper. Done. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um. So I'm okay having those privilege problems. I'm okay having. She's just she's laughing. The answer is she's laughing at me because I'm sitting here trying to do anything with this ridiculous hair. I had it. I had it super wild child yesterday, and it's so bad. I'm trying to tuck it away, and I look like a fucking clown. I, I'm. Can you hear even the headphones? I'm sorry. You're gonna have to cut all this out. I can't. All right, that's better. I know it's an alfalfa for you. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it better? That's better. Is it? That's better. Amy, tell me about all the things you've forgotten how to do because you have been in a very different world. Well, for one of them, it seems like I've forgotten how to do my hair. So we are in the process in the glorious South of ramping up from a partial pretend lockdown and mask situation to free ball nudist society face wise, right? Everyone in my part of the South has gone from covering as much as they can and staying a little distant and canceling everything and no, no, no to, oh, the CDC said what? Woo! Tits out, face out, sharing glasses, French kissing, laying down in the road, everybody everywhere all the time. And it is an alarmingly rapid shift. So I'm finding myself in rooms with lots of people, in crowds with lots of people, cheering, laughing, singing, all the stuff. And I'm still putting my mask on and I'm two plus two, as we say, two vaccinations plus two weeks. For a long time, I've been two plus two. It's almost been a month, maybe two months. I don't even know what it is. Long time. It's very, very unnerving. Yeah, I see a lot of TikToks right now that say, thank you for giving me permission to take off my mask. Is there a way I could do that without looking like a Republican? <laughs> and, I, and I laughed out loud and I thought, yeah, like how do you differentiate yourself outside from somebody who never wore a mask, who gives zero fucks, who doesn't believe in COVID, <laughs> like it's a religion? Well, it starts but out so strange for us because we've had two or three thoughtfully planned gatherings and those begin with, does everybody have a double, two plus two, double vaccination and more than two weeks? If you have, then let's talk about getting together. And people are like, well, I've just got my second vaccination this week, so I'll catch you next time. Like they wouldn't even come to the thing. So we Great. we limit, limited you. it that way, got together outdoor, somebody's backyard patio, went and did it there. And it was, I don't know, 15, 20 people there and nobody wore a mask. And we all sort of you know, hesitated when we saw each other and sort of high and then a few started going in for hugs and then everybody went in for hugs. But then we still sort of shuffled back into our standing a little bit further apart from each other, only because I think that's just what you've grown accustomed to in the short term. 
It doesn't sound like you're saying in the South people are really doing that's that. With with, our, with that's with our, that's with our friends group. These are my friends. Okay. These are the hashtag elites. So then you want to go to at our school where the mask mandate has not fully been lifted, even though, I mean, I think it's next week that it's fully lifted for spectators. We had to argue to get two spectators for each child's event. They were only allowing one, even though our county and our state were allowing multiple if you were masked in social distance. Our school was only one parent per child, just just as a period, and no visiting team spectators at all. So we've got a really tight school situation. Now... We recently went to it. They allowed it to two parents. So we're all sitting there with our masks on and we're like, can we just, the CDC says, can we, can we? And most of the people are doctors anyway. So they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. Then we went to an away game in the same week. Our team, our kids, away game. And we're at, you know, the 30 minutes away private Christian school. And I say that because they had, you know how you do seniors recognition? <laughs> Senior day, sure. So all the seniors. Seniors recognition on, you know, it's the final game for seniors. So they do recognition and you get to come out with your parents and have, you know, flowers there and they take your photo, whatever. It's your last game, right? So there they did, okay, and now before the game, we're going to do our seniors recognition and out they walked and they said, you know, what's his face? Is this and that? And he's studying at this place and congratulations to him and his favorite scripture verses. And they read out the favorite scripture oh, verse, wow. which is okay. I mean, honestly, wow. I, I don't even mean to say so it's, it's okay. Different. So it's it's like, I don't have any issues with this. It's like, oh, yeah, of course we are at a Christian school. Got it. But what was hilarious are the verses they chose. Because this one kid, and they were long. It wasn't like, God so loved the world, so, you know, rock on fuckers. Whatever the thing was. Nope. That was That's actually my favorite. Thank you for calling that <laughs> so out. So <laughs> he picked this one, and thus the Lord should smite him by taking a rock and crushing his head wide open and stomp it with his fucking foot, and you will all go to hell and fuck for, you. Like it was, for two it was incredibly, it was about revenge with violence. And it was like a paragraph, and they're reading it over the speaker. And I couldn't help myself. I just doubled over with laughter. And we're all there, these parents from this other school, a big gaggle of them, right? We're used to having this team come visit us with no parents, and we're all descending upon them as the opposing team, which is kind of shitty. Anyway, I couldn't help it. I was fucking out of my mind with laughter. And then when I laugh, most other people start to laugh. So it was like... Uh, this poor kid senior thing and we're all like what the fuck it was just very odd and I trust that he picked that verse purposefully I gotta believe that that kid was like <laughs> you know I really I really do I really gotta think that he was being a bit of a I'll show you because come on it was not a, I'll show you making me sit in detention it was for not a churchy verse school. it was not a churchy verse I'm just here to say it was not a churchy I'll verse I'll come for you so anyway so the whole point of telling you about this away game is We're all sitting together and I walked in with my mask on from the parking lot. I was the only person in the entire parking lot who had a mask anywhere in sight, least of all on my face. Oh, this is indoors. Nope. This is an outdoor parking lot. No, but I mean, you're all sitting indoors. I'll just, I'll describe it to you. It's the way that their campus is set up and these private schools are all a little wonky. So you have to park sort of in a faraway parking lot and then they wind you through the school building because that's the easiest path to get to the field where the lacrosse will be held. So they have opened up two sides of the school and you've got to walk down like a, a long corridor and a half. Okay. So in any event, I get out of the car, I put my mask on because I'm human and that's what we fucking do. So I got out of the yeah. car, I put my mask on and they happen to have two other team events for two other sports simultaneous 
Oh, wow. So it's really busy. So the parking lot is a mob scene. There are buses from other schools. They are coming off the soccer field. They are wandering around. So it is like being at a mall. There is everybody there. And there are parents, grandparents, kids, all in various uniforms from different teams, all shuffling around, not a mask in sight. So I'm starting to feel so weird. I'm hiving up just listening I'm to it. I'm the only one. And, they're, and they're, the parking spaces are so close that people are like, excuse me, you like turn your body. That's how close they are walking to you. So it's not, it's not even like, and we were on a football field and everybody's far away. And I'm not upset at this point. I'm feeling awkward because I'm the only one wearing a mask. And I'm starting to think, should I take it off? I'm wearing it for them. I don't need it. I'm double. I'm two plus two. Should I take it off? And then I thought, fuck you. You know what you're supposed to do. Do it. Have some balls. So I walked through the school, walked out to the other side, went and sat down. The stadium is filled. It's senior night. The stadium is filled. Right. And there is, and they're all sitting shoulder to shoulder, and there's not a mask in sight. Nowhere. Nowhere, nowhere. Jesus is in the house with Smite and the rest of us and no fucking mask. So we all sat together, and I'm wearing it, and nobody else in our club team is wearing it. And they're like, they would say to me, would you like me to wear my mask? Should I be wearing my mask? Should I put this on for you? And I'm sitting there saying through my mask, I'm wearing this for you. Like, it's just, I feel like an imbecile. I don't know what to do, even though I know what to do, right? I know what to do, but I don't want to do it. So I would like put it on and then take it off and take a sip of water and leave it off for a little while. And then I would put it back on and it's just stupid. So you are easing, you are easing into, which is the opposite of what your area is doing, which is going full tits out. And that makes sense. But what we were talking about was like the ability once you're out in the world now some more to have conversations with people, to have like small talk, to smile. You you went a year plus not having to like give that understanding, knowing smile, that fake, oh, yeah, yeah, which I've become so grateful not to have to fake it. It, it, right, it might actually keep me in the house longer, to be honest, that I don't have to go out there and, and share that. I, I have a graduation coming up this year about which I am so excited. I can't begin to tell you I could cry right now. In fact, I might. I, I'm just thrilled. And I know right now we only get two tickets, right? Yeah, so yeah. There, there are three people in my family and my in-laws are coming. So... Uh, so we, my husband and I will go, and if I can get two more tickets, obviously, I'll take my daughter and a grand. Like, I, how do you? So we'll go. We'll mask. We'll we'll sit. You know, distanced appropriately. Well, by then we will be in a bubble. So the our group will sit together. But I can't imagine being a part of something that large where other people are out and me still having to keep up manners I mean they're just smiling and nodding that's really good manners you know it's really something that you were taught as a child and not to be well that was what was so strange about this gathering of the two plus two vaccinated friends we got together on the porch it was all outside nobody knows how to do chit chat anymore not in the slightest and I I sort of welcome it but not enough to say I love it chit chat is out the window nobody knows how to do it and I don't know if it's great or awful. It's somewhere in the middle of what? So the question is, is it, a, is it a real loss? Because if you have these moments to spend with people and it's not many, many, and it's not for very long, don't you want to get that deep dive? And don't you want to have those conversations? I feel like I feel like we know someone or people who post on Instagram on the regular 
And that to me is the new chit chat. That's the, that's the new chit chat. There's somebody who's learning new skills or eating new things. And that's the chit chat that they're posting so that when they do see you, they are, you have that in the back of your head and they are more of a person and less of a, I'm learning to roller skate. Are you following my progress? What is with the fucking roller skating? Can I just jump in here and say how many people are learning to fucking roller skate? Why is this a thing? I hate it. And I, I don't mind you doing it. I think it's great that you have a hobby. You can't read the room. And maybe you can't read the room because you haven't left your room. And that's a pretty decent excuse for not being able to read the room because you're home and this is important to you. And you're not getting feedback from people like me who are saying, and I think we're the majority, cut it the fuck out. Good for you. Show me first day, last day. Don't show me every day for two for months. It's, I had to make you disappear well there's a couple of things there to unpack first of all I'm stunned by how many people are learning to roller skate on old-fashioned 1970s 1980s four-wheel roller skates it's a thing everyone with a key there's a lot of there's a lot of people doing this I know it's all over I had to snooze and if you are somehow unaware of this happening on Instagram congratulations because you're lucky a lot at the beginning it's like oh this is kind of fun this is neat and then it's like this is a lot and then it's like, why is this happening? And then how do I make it still, stop? Why is stop it still stop happening? It. All right. So there's that part. And I had to really look into this deeply because I am now one of these creators, which is so highfalutin, stupid ass term. I'm one of these irritants in the space who is putting out <laughs> too much tunnel vision focused content. And I really don't want to do that. But here's, so I've, I've had to try and, I feel uncomfortable doing what I'm doing on one level, but it's benefiting me. So I'm I'm sticking to my guns and I'm doing it. And I <laughs> It's kind of like You're wearing the mask. Accountability. Well, it's like wearing the mask in the parking lot. I felt really uncomfortable wearing that mask being the only person singled out doing something that somehow felt stupid, but I also knew this is the right thing for you to do. This is how this is the right thing for you to do right now. So fucking do what's right for you because no one else should care and if they do you don't fucking care. So just they're strangers to you. So that's so well, I'm trying to find that balance on Instagram right now. You are doing something for accountability. And we'll talk about that in a second. It's like me learning to knit and every day showing you the next rose I knit. You could see me learn to knit day one and then I'll show you the fucking sweater. I But made. that's There's what I'm talking no about. Reason Look, but for I me to have to No, But see, but here's the thing with specifically the roller skating. And I don't know if it's something to do with that task that there needs to be like breakout content or if it has to do with the people who are drawn to become roller skaters somehow also have this gene where they have to post every fucking thing. But here's the difference. If you were just doing knitting and it was your new thing, not a thing that you're famous for and have done your whole time, and you wanted to share how to get started, putting up a couple videos of you doing something for other people to learn from is great and not annoying. It's different when you plan it out like it's content for a newsletter and you put up headers and you make a special video where you're doing arm motions to like wave at the titles. Did you ever see this thing where the title will come up on the screen and it's, yeah, and you're pointing to the title and then you go, you shake your head no and then you knock it like you're knocking the title off the screen. It's like you're not a fucking HBO. We don't want to hear about your knitting in this way. That to me is when it crosses over into, oh, you're performing. You're performing for someone instead of you're doing something that you love. People have asked you to share it and or you love sharing it. 
So you're going to share something and people who get value out of it will get value. So there's a line that crosses into look at me, look at me. And I've picked this content because I think other people will click it and like it versus I'm doing something I love, want to play. I feel like those are, I have to feel like there's a distinction there because I'm now one of these horrible people oversharing. So let's do that. Amy has decided to eat well. (laughs) She has decided to change habits in her life, which will change other habits in her life, which will change her life. And I mean, a couple of episodes ago, you yelled at me and said, do you think I like looking like this? (laughs) And I said, I would. I mean, (laughs) you're pretty fucking fabulous. So... So she has decided that one of the things is going to be to stop eating like Melissa and start eating right and bless you. And she did it in a way that makes me fucking hungry every time I (laughs) see what she posts. That's so sweet. You've always taken pictures of your food. Previously, the pictures you've taken have made us say, oh my God, if I were with you, I would have... 30 more pounds on my body. Yes, you would. Eating the way that I normally eat. (laughs) And then the pictures have taken a turn, though. They've taken a turn to be on the super healthy side. Lots of beautiful, colorful, fresh vegetables that, you know how when they take, Amy, you would know this, when they take pictures for restaurants and they do, they use like glue and shiny things to Mm, make the mm -hmm. food look a certain way they gloss it up they they you would never eat what they've put on that plate well that's what your pictures look like like they're oiled like a porn and it's it's food porn is what it is you're too nice that's absolutely too nice and not true and I thank you for all this high praise which is inaccurate what I find compelling and this is what I don't find compelling about roller babe is you share what it would have been if you were not doing this. This lunch for me would have been uh, first the basket of bread, followed yep. by French fries, followed by like you just you share what it would have been. So it's not as much look at me, look at what I. It's look what I've changed to become. I don't think she, I don't think learning to rollerblade day by day over the course of months is compelling and is is life-changing and is showing pro like it's just not it's not something I want to see you want to tell me you're doing it and then the next one like show me you at a roller rink with your with your boyfriend and the two of you doing a routine I'll be like I remember when she couldn't stand up on skate first of all I've never seen a man do this by the way is this just a typical woman thing probably and I I'm sure that there are plenty of men who do plenty of annoying things and it probably involves a gym or flexing a bicep or I don't know what, counting their it's money. It's not on my radar at all. Good. I have no idea. Yeah. Dear listener, if you know of a way that a man or men or whatever has put out their content that makes you as fucking crazy as these rollerblading women, uh, I'm sorry, roller skating yeah, yeah, women, yeah, yeah, yeah. because rollerblading is a totally different animal, but... <laughs> Roller skating women, like seven of them so far that I've seen. Let us know because I'm so curious what men are doing on the other side and why don't I see it? Like, why is that not something I see? Well, here's the other piece of the pie. When this first began, there's actually two of our our shared (laughs) uh, friends, right? Two of our shared friends are in the skate pro roller skating 
contest. So we're already inundated by two actual human people that we know. And then it seems like the algorithm bundles a whole, I know three or four others from down here. So lots so of, they the, hate so me. I think, yeah. yeah. So I okay. think that it's sort of this, there's like, Ooh, we got one. Let's, let's kill her. Yes. <laughs> let's give her okay. more. Give right. her more. Here's what I loved actually in the beginning. One woman started by, I'm going to try this. And I was fascinated with, frankly, how inept she was because I thought, you, you're you really starting at rock bottom? I ain't no fucking skater, but it's not like I can't get up on the, I mean, maybe it's been too long for me to remember. I can't. It took forever. And I was just so impressed with how long it takes to adopt a new skill to make a new habit. It was, the, the progress was painfully slow. And in the beginning, I was very impressed and fascinated by it because we are in this kind of a finger snap. Here's the before, kink, here's the after. I want to be great at and it And what now. they cut out is the nine months and the $2 million, right? It's just, oh, I can do that. And you have this false idea. So to be link, limping along and falling on your ass and wearing padded pants still after 20 days of every single day trying to get up on roll, that seems like a really long fucking time to me. So that was nice. That's, I liked. And then it morphed over into, let me show you how I'm going to take apart every wheel of my roller skate and clean it every other day. Like doing it once because you need to know how you're going to properly maintain your skates. Okay. If I'm into it, I need to know that's part of this. You, you lost I don't me change the oil. I don't change the oil in my car every month. And if I did, I wouldn't want to see a video tutorial on it every month. And then I don't want to see a tutorial on, here's the same thing that I did yesterday without advancing it just to a new song with new headlines on it. It's like, that's not, and that's the fear that I have with, with all these fucking food picks that I'm putting up, even though they're so honestly just for me. Yeah. Here's my question. Well, for you and your accountability. Yes. And I love it. So it's for you and for me. So here's my question. These people are content creators. Yes. It's not good content. <laughs> but is it because is it because they create content in other areas of their lives that they feel qualified to just everything they shit is beautiful? Everything they create is worthy of being shown? It must be some kind of age-based, habit-based profession-based motivation that they perceive, yes, I should document and share this. I feel so well, awkward every Please time I listen share things. carefully. Don't. Don't feel the need to do that. I too am a creature of habit. I wake up every morning. I do some ride on Peloton and yesterday was my 500th ride. Congratulations! Right? So I want... <laughs> That's shut up! Shut up! Congratulations. That's such a big Thank fucking you. deal. Do you know how many days had to have gone by for you to get to 500, even with multiple rides a day? That's a fucking fantastic number. I felt Woo! great about it. <laughs> Thank you. But for a creature of habit, I wake up, I ride, and I have my day. Right? So yesterday's ride was not, I wanted to do it live because part of you always hopes that the teacher gives you a little shout Yes. So I wanted to do it live and I had to wait until four o'clock to do it oh, with the okay. teacher that started me. I had the worst day ever. Yeah. I was, my kids are like, let's go out for breakfast. I'm not going to say no to them. I know my time with them is, is finite. I know that it's a very limited window. I went out, I ate early. I don't normally eat till noon. As a creature of habit, my whole day fucking sucked. Yep. I didn't shower after I were I didn't work out. I didn't shower. I ate this pile of food that made me feel shitty. It got until like I walked a couple of dogs. I don't walk them together. We walked one dog. We came home. We picked up another dog. People who saw us walking must have been like, was that the dog they had yeah, an hour the ago? The pound like, is taking a field trip. Yeah. 
what happened? <laughs> so they must be, you're right. They must be at the SPCA bringing every dog out. I guess we could adopt one of their dogs. So I came back after a little bit of exercise and I said, I can't take this anymore. And I went to the basement. I'm watching the clock. I finally get on the bike. I kill my, the Wi-Fi goes out. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> this is my one shot. So I restarted. I'm two minutes, two and a half, two, two and a half minutes into the ride. I'm like, fuck it. I'm doing it anyway. And I just pushed harder and harder. And I got through the ride. I was sweating. I went upstairs. I showered. And then I felt better. Like I just couldn't get started until I got through what I get through every morning. I need something to clear my head in the morning because... It's just as a creature of habit, are you telling me that those people are so used to sharing their shit that it doesn't even matter what it is anymore? They just, oh, you know what? I ate raw chicken and my shit is weird. Let me take a picture of my shit for the next four days so you could see how it gets back to being normal. No, I don't want to see your shit. I don't want to see you skate anymore. I don't want to post my rides on Peloton. I don't need to see the chronicle of I'm taking a cooking class. There's a big difference to me between I'm taking a cooking class and look how pretty I can make things to what you are doing, which is I used to find so much joy in just eating food because it tastes good. Now I'm going to find joy in taking care of myself. Here's how I've changed how I ate. I used to eat a brioche bun slathered in butter. Don't I mean, don't think I didn't come just listening to that, to the description of what you used I, to eat. And I absolutely will again and, you know, any chance I get. So I agree with all of that. But the question really becomes why yeah. the compulsion to share and what we would call overshare. There is, is no that because filter. your home life no, where I, you I are think is there, so unreal. I think that there is some kind of missing filter for the overshare because it has been dopamine hit rewarded thus far. It seems as if there is nothing that is not worthy of sharing because there is always a community, another loaded word. There is always a hungry gaggle of clickers who will show up and say, yes, give me more feed me, feed me content beast, no matter what you put out there. If you put out something that is destructive and horrible, a certain category of folks will find it and endorse it and want more and entice you to keep doing what you're doing. If you put out all positive stuff, if you put out content specific stuff like roller skating or whatever it happens to be, and it's really ridiculous because there's this pressure to, I feel the pressure to lowest common denominator everything. Because there's some there's some idea that whatever you're putting out, if it looks good, it has to be faked and false. And that's frustrating for me because half of the stuff that I put up on that thing, I'm embarrassed to take a picture of it. Yeah, it's not flattering uh, what we put out there sometimes because it is raw and honest. But I honestly, I've talked about this before, think people appreciate that more and don't go crazy like I do about that fucking roller skating thing. And that's just the one I'm crazy about this week. Next week, it'll be something else. So it's because it's affected. It's because it's a performance. It's because it's not, you're watching me lace up. I just turn the camera on and as I lace the, the roller skates up and I skate around, this is what it is. It's because it's been edited. It's been put together. You knew the camera was rolling. And in my case, I'm taking pictures of food. I try to make the food look good because the idea is I want to 
inspire myself to continue eating better and to have really fulfilling, exciting meals on significantly lower calories than I'm used to eating. So I'm, I'm doing all this to help myself. And also because when I eat low calorie meals that are fucking dull and awful, I feel shitty about myself. So I'm trying to find a way to keep motivation by I'm doing a thing that I'm calling watch what I watch what you eat, right? So it's I'm looking and seeing what I'm doing. So I'm doing that for me. And if there were no audience involved, great. Except then I would start to slide and say, well, I don't really have to worry about it today because nobody's nobody's really looking. So and nobody is really looking, right? The difference is I'm not trying to start a blog. I'm not promoting a website. I'm not getting people to join a weight loss program. I'm not, I don't know, amassing followers so we can run off a cliff together. Like there's nothing happening here other than- Thelma and Louise Yeah, other than I'm, you know, I have lost weight. I, I have a lot of weight to lose. And if other people are trying to do that same thing, bring it. Let's all support each other. I want to hear from it. I don't feel like I need to take pictures of my side fat and stretch marks and and boogers hanging out of my nose and post those and call it authentic. Like that's the real problem. There's this there's this counter pressure to if you do something that you're trying to make beautiful but not with like I don't have fucking lights in here. I'm not doing shit like that. If I'm just trying to put something a better foot forward, I think that's okay and shouldn't be I shouldn't feel bad about it and yet I still do. I also absolutely well, that's a you problem well, like that's that's something intrinsic in you that because you see yeah all these people putting shit out there and you know how you feel about it but yours is I disagree with that theory but I also like the transformation of like I'll watch a TikTok that shows a girl mm-hmm. who starts a who starts a workout regime regiment god damn it why can't I ever get that right it's and a uh, regimen a regime is an overthrow I think of the government the, okay. the evil regime. We do this every three months. Every three months we do this. Darth Vader <laughs> doesn't ever work out. Yeah. I'm saying that's how you can remember it. He is the regime. The regimen is the other one. Does that not help you? A musical mnemonic? No, because in three months we'll do it again. We'll do this again. That's why they keep coming back. That's why they keep coming back. Hashtag I don't think roller elites. skating is <laughs> I don't think roller skating is bettering yourself in any way. Like why? Because oh, and you know what? I think there's a what was it just posted on? I think she podcast just had a post saying tell me the most niche podcast that's out there. Did you see that recently? I, I didn't, it? but I'm sure I will in a minute. And people gave answers like one was about bald men and, and the struggles they go through. And there's a podcast about oh, that. Oh, for God's you sake. You know what? But go ahead. That's somebody looking for you. I don't want to scroll and find shit about roller fucking skating any fucking more. I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. You, as a human, are not that compelling. And if you are, pick a topic that is compelling that goes with what you're doing. Yeah. Well, I found a cookie place called Cookies and Cream uh, based out of Michigan and I saw them on TikTok. Somebody was reviewing their flavors. Shut up. It's my new you're home. You're crazy. How? You're I know. crazy. I know. Okay. I, I do not argue with that. I am crazy. I no longer can say I read an article. It's I saw something on TikTok and it has changed my life. So this cookies and cream place, I got there. I ordered from this TikTok. I ordered peanut butter cookies, mm. Oreo, Twix, chocolate chip, and M&M. Wait a minute. Five different types. You ordered from TikTok? 
You can use I, this no, as some I, sort of a... Just from seeing it, you thought these were yep, the ones that I, I would it. mentally me note. Okay. Where it was. They told me where it was in Michigan. I went to their website and I ordered these cookies and they came last night. Two I people bet in my you house, did too. Yeah. <laughs> not eating carbs. Uh, I got to tell you, a good peanut butter cookie... Oh my God. ...is kind of a religious the experience. The world will stop. The world will stop uh, for a good peanut butter did, cookie. Who saw that coming? It... I mean, no chocolate chips, just plain. No, I did. Perfect texture. Mm-hmm. Per- like, oh, I could cry the way it kind of almost sticks in the back of your teeth a little. It's How like, it's like, a sh- it's like the same goes for the perfect sugar cookie when it's crisp on the outside, just still delicate enough that it collapses when you bite it. And then as your teeth are going through, they're Chew. sinking into that gooey uh. center that's not really fully baked, but it's properly baked. And it's just nothing but a pow of a single food note flavor so it's either all sugar and then it's the texture of the sugar granules on the outside versus the yes. creaminess of that fully melted sugar in peanut butter it's the same thing there's that crunch oh, no, crackle really. of there's usually like some kind of a grid on the top so that you get extra textural layers of the fork Was it fork split yep right? yep of that hashtag that we used to put on the top of peanut butter cookies <laughs> so you crunch it and it's still and then that inside is that thinnest little layer of creamy gooey oh god a peanut butter cookie that almost feels under but is perfect perfectly cooked. cooked so they mailed it days ago from michigan in kind of sealed little they took the food saver yep. and went G-g-g, and they sent it and i almost cried when i was eating it and the two people in my house who don't eat carbs one of them i brought him down so my son was like how was the peanut butter cookie i'm and breaking I to fast tell him, for this yeah I wanted to tell him it was awful. Don't eat it because I want it there when I wake up. Well, that's what I was asking <laughs> so, when you were la- um, listing off how many you ordered. Part of me thought, did she just, if you ordered these from a mail place, surely you didn't get a single cookie of each type. Surely you maybe got a pound of each cookie or maybe like a no, pallet I I got like of each cookie. Four, no, that would be great. <laughs> I got like four of peanut each. butter and then two of everything else because because of course I prayed I prayed they did the peanut butter right because if there's a TikTok about it it's got to be and it had the sugar coating oh. of the sugar cookie on the peanut butter cookie oh I'm telling you it was it was so great yeah well that's with this food thing I'm trying to work it in make everything satisfying filling so that I'm not when I walk past that peanut butter cookie so that I don't drop my face into it and then never return. So one of the things that I did, I almost took a picture of it and put this on Instagram, but I honestly said out loud, I am so far up my own ass, there is no way that I'm taking a picture of my crisper drawer in my fridge. But I almost did because I spent two full hours cleaning out my crisper drawer. I clean it out regularly, but I cleaned it out in a thoughtful way and I organized it to That's the point. organizational porn. People search for that. This was home edit on fucking, uh, now I found the home edit. This was home edit on crack, right? So I completely redid, I took out all the dividers. I have a refrigerator where you open the door and it's one very wide door. So the crisper goes the full width of the fridge. I've got two crisper drawers stacked one on top of the other and they're full width. So it's a very shallow one we usually use for like meats and things. And then the one underneath is all for vegetables. I converted them both so that they're, the top one is citrus and the one underneath is vegetables and herbs. That's how much healthy shit oh I have God. now. And the bottom drawer, this this giant freezer depth drawer, like a deep cabinet crisper drawer, when you pull it out, I organized it by color, by type, by season. Oh my God, I need to see a picture I put, of that. I put a little shorty glass of water and I cut all the herbs. I took them out of every kind of package and wrap and twine that they had. And I bundled them all together in neat little bundles. And I 
trimmed their ends and stuffed them upright into this little half highball, the little half glass, whatever it is, uh, the old fashioned size glass. I tuck that over in the corner so that the herbs can be stored sitting in water upright and not spill. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, I opened it and I would just stand there and admire it. And I thought, oh, this is great. Everything, all the carrots, everything out of their packaging, right? And lined up like little soldiers. Beautiful. It's fucking gorgeous. I'm telling you, I almost took a picture of it. Anyway, well, here's what happened. It did what it was supposed to do. Now, every time I open the refrigerator, the front of that crisper drawer is is clear. So you see this row of staged vegetables. And then I pull open that drawer and I see them spread out before me. This bounty. Yes, better than any farm stand. And all I need to do to get a carrot now is not dig through the like uh, wet, dirty plastic, dark green. Was that spinach? Is that lettuce? tired leaf that's stuck to a pepper that maybe it's moldy like and then underneath is something orange is that a carrot an orange a bell pepper what is it no I pull it open and there's my rows of carrots do I want it yes I want a carrot grab it yes I want a purple cauliflower because it's gorgeous today oh and maybe we'll do some of this and we'll do some of that and maybe I'll eat a radish because whoever eats a fucking radish right it's just they're there in front Slice of you with it's the easier. mandolin oh, Slice with, nice. so I keep the mandolin on the counter now instead of away in the corner where I didn't use it. so all this kind of stuff and it Cuts shit a lot faster than using your knives. Who knew? So anyway, all of this by way of saying just the act of visualizing it better, putting things in front of me has helped me eat more healthy. So it's easier to know what vegetables I have. I don't waste them. It's easier to visualize that drawer when I'm out shopping instead of just buying the head of lettuce to throw out every week, right? It's I, I just process the food, we eat the food, and other people are grabbing a clementine because it's sitting there pristinely nestled in its own little orange bin right next to these beautiful bright red chunky raspberries that are also right next to these gorgeous grapes that are like this Oh my weird God, now I'm hungry. Color. You know I'm, I don't eat till noon. What are you doing to me? I'm trying to tell you. It's Make food it look porn. pretty. Make it look pretty and you will eat more of it. That's it. Even if it's stupid. Grapes are fucking stupid. I would stand in front of that drawer for the majority (laughs) of the day. Of course, I would be eating a peanut butter cookie while I did it, but... Oh right, my God. right. My I usual, absolutely... my usual course of habit would be after you'd mentioned peanut butter cookies, knowing that peanut butter cookies truly are potentially my favorite cookie of all time when done right. I would then very likely spend the next month and a half baking batch after batch after batch of cookies until cookie. I perfected the one, and then I would remember that recipe, document it, put it in three places so I don't lose it, and then I would know I have perfected peanut butter cookie that's how I that's my life that's how I would spend my time and I will very likely go back to doing that because I have lots of people who want to eat a peanut butter cookie including me but for now in this tiny time period 1200 calories a day it's not a lot of fucking calories there are meals there are meals that are more than 1200 calories and you wouldn't even know it so 1200 calories a day is all I've been eating for the past 18 days and I will continue doing that until I get down to where I need to get down. So I did hit a nice number for my 18 days. I, I lost a, a plateau number of weight. Yay, thank you. And as my reward to myself, I'm learning yeah. you're supposed to reward yourself. That's why I did this big cheer for you for a 500 ride. But not with food. They well, no, I mean, I, I'm used <laughs> to saying, I'm used to saying, so you lost XX amount of weight. Who the fuck cares, you giant oh cow? Oh my God, are you kidding? It's the hardest thing to do, especially for women after the age of 50. It's almost impossible. The fact that you are pushing that rock Uh, that boulder up that mountain uh, is amazing that you're even engaging in it in the first place, not to mention making that progress. It is so inspiring, which is why you have to continue 
to post and take a fucking picture of that crisper because I need to see it was, that. You guys, it was really good. Well, I, the next I time you go to the supermarket, it'll do that again. I impressed myself. You're well, not done. I, well, the, the whole thing with posting this stuff, I keep saying it and I, I feel like I have to keep saying it because I don't think even I believe it. I'm doing this to motivate myself. I'm not doing this for other people to go, wow, 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 wow. And I felt like taking a picture of the inside of my refrigerator was super up my own assy. It oh, just, I would it just love was. that because so. I am organizationally challenged. <laughs> like I, again, similar to you though, like what was so appealing about that was I'll take a picture of my t-shirts tonight, my mountain, uh, because if I, I'm like a, a toddler who doesn't have object permanence. If I don't see it, it doesn't exist. So drawers to me are counterintuitive. You wore that shirt yesterday. I know, but I washed it last night and I'm wearing it again. Well, don't you have 7,000 t-shirts? Uh, in fact, That's I do. That's not fair. That's not fair. They're all unique. They're like stars in the sky. I have 7,000 t-shirts, but if they're not visible to me, I don't remember I have them. It's a, it's a mental disorder. I'll take it. But I, I pile them on top of a dresser so I can see them and then I'll pull out and the mountain will fall to the side. But again, if I know, I I don't remember what ingredients in the refrigerator. Stuart bought me, um, Cotton candy grapes. It's easy to forget what's in there. Exactly. Even worse, he put them in the downstairs fridge. Well, what? that doesn't exist to me at all. The Thank only thing you. I know is in the downstairs fridge are pallets of eggs because we fill them up upstairs and when they're empty, we go down. Never am I empty of grapes. Like I don't think to eat grapes when there are peanut butter cookies sitting on the counter. Thank so, you. So they are dying downstairs. All I do really is freeze them and and put them in drinks or or chew on them once they're frozen because they're so delicious and grape texture is weird to me. But anyway, if I don't see it, it doesn't exist. Your crisper is my t-shirt mountain. That's how I have to live and that's how I, if I see all of the vegetables all lined up waiting to be eaten like that. Do you really think they're waiting? It's like little soldiers they waiting are. to be eaten. They want to be in my belly. That's their favorite place. So and I can't eat those uh, peppers, or I will be farting and cramping my way through the no, day. No, not just bell peppers. Bell peppers are not real peppers. They're just bell. They're bell peppers. They're not. Come on, you don't fart from bell peppers, no? Cucumbers, peppers, all bloat gas. Can't do it. <sighs> come I, I hear on. there's something called beano that I could take, but why there would is. I? Yeah. Why would I take something to process something I shouldn't be eating in the first place? I'll eat a carrot. We'll get along. I'll even eat some grapes if they've been frozen and they taste like candy. But I would eat my peanut butter cookie in front of that drawer, but I would be more motivated to uh, to eat better. So I want a picture of that. The next time you hit up the supermarket, I know you're going to restock it and I know you're going to make it look just it's as gorgeous. Very well, it very well may be today. I, I've got to, certainly in the next couple of days, I've got to do it. But it honestly takes a lot more effort to store food properly than it does to buy it or cook it. And I really yes and the yes a really? thousand yes a hundred percent yes 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 I used Takes to watch those chefs like oh when you come home from from food shopping you put your stuff on the counter and you prep your food for meals I'm like what I'm exhausted I'm right. pissed that nobody helped me carry packages in thank from the you car. mine I'm sits sweating. in the fucking car because I'm not gonna carry all that stupid shit in you don't know how many times these little dicks have left a brick of cheese in the car because they just it fell out of the bag and they didn't look carefully and I'm like where's that cheese then my car stinks too plus I fell threw out $15 with the cheese in any event yes when you I'd come home from shopping someone. the last thing you want to do is prep 
is repackage your chicken, is repackage your produce, is make sure that the strawberries are dry and maybe get a little bit of air ventilation and be separated. All the things that are going to give things just a little bit extra life. The last thing you want to do is fuck around with your herbs. It's it's like those TV shows of those little cooking shows with 30 minute meals, Rachel Ray. She's like, okay, when you come home, chop this, chop that. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I seem to recall her 30 minute meals don't include like the 30 days of prep that other people in her kitchen have been doing. Well, that's why, well, she had that because she said, when you come home from the supermarket, I'm like, I want to die and kill someone all at the same time. So depending on which happens first, there's no way that I'm prepping meals. And I don't really cook. Like, I'm not giving you any information that you didn't know. I used to make Italian meals pretty decently, but nobody here eats pasta or pasta products or anything like that anymore. So I really only do like chicken things and meatballs. I made meatballs the other night. I was watching something I didn't want to watch or listening to something I didn't want to listen to, but I was elbow deep in making meatballs. So I got stuck and I had to watch whether it was commercials or a podcast I was finished. That is funny to. when your hands are covered with batter or, or who knows whatever it is and you can't stop what you're I was doing. Stuck. Yep. I was prisoner. I was literally prisoner. So a, a human walked by and I'm like, hey, 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 come here, come here, come here, come here. Can you, <laughs> can you get my phone? Like, mom, can, can you just take my phone? Or do you want to make the meatballs? Where's your phone? (laughs) All of a sudden, where's your phone? Well, I was telling you this notion of I did give myself a reward and I've been looking forward to it. It was something that I've been putting off and then I thought, well, I'll make that my reward for hitting a number on the scale that I wanted to hit. So I hit it. I went and did it. And it was a pedicure. Oh, nice. So I nice. went and got a pedicure. And it was nice. And it was so strange for a couple of reasons. It was jam-packed in there. Oh, my which, God. Seriously? Which I felt was okay. I've It's never not been jam-packed in there. It's a, it inc- You usually have to go and wait. Like, it's in their normal times. It's tricky because there's this one place that is a great one that everybody likes to go to. And that's the one that I go to for, you know, lots of reasons. They put up dividers. They have cloth dividers around each seat they have plastic like a a hard piece of plastic hanging from the ceiling separating you everybody wears masks I mean there's all this kind of stuff so it's okay in that way leave the door open all the rest of it today or whatever day it was uh this most recent time somebody was in there doing something passing out you know can, can we have some champagne and somebody was like, why are we having champagne? She's like, because we're getting pedicures. Like, I don't know what the fuck was going on. And this woman was just talking and talking and talking and telling all these weird stories. And somebody was getting out of prison. And then somebody else had this happen. And then cancer. Like, it was just a lot of deep, juicy dish was going down. And I don't care. I don't know you. I don't want to hear it. Is that like getting a massage when the uh, the therapist just keeps talking and all you want to do is... Yes, I be in that moment. Yes, I was I, I was sitting there thinking, boy, it's a good thing I can tune out anything and anybody. So I was just trying to turn my head off so that I didn't and close my eyes and not look at my phone and not listen to the go, 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 talk, 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 talk. And then other people are like, and I'm like, it's a little bit of banter noise. That's fine. Well, the woman giving me the pedicure was into it. Oh, so she, no. Yeah. And she's not a native speaker. So she's talking to her fellow teammates in I think it my it's either Korean or Vietnamese. I apologize. I don't I can't tell just by listening. And they told me a while ago, and I try not to have conversations with these folks because the point is, 
I'm here for you to give me a silent service. I, I don't want to tell you about my kids, even though you're great. You're so gracious and you ask every time and I have to tell you every single time. And then they go, oh yeah, you're the one. And then you're caught back up. Right. I'm not, I love you. I'm not here to catch you up. This is my downtime. I'm here to pay you. You know to, what? To do Why this. don't you listen to my podcast if you want to hear what's going on God. about my yeah, kids? Yeah, so on the one hand, so she's she's talking to me like my eyes are closed. My phone is down. I don't know, and I've got the massage chair going. I don't know how much more visual signal I can give you. To that, leave me the fuck alone. That, that this is quiet time. This is not talky time, right? So, and she's not asking questions of any pertinence. It's not, is this water too hot? Is this the right shade? Uh, you know, can I rub your foot? None of this. She's like, you know, you you got the three boys. I haven't seen you in a long time. Let's talk. Let me tell you about blah, 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 blah. It's like, nope. So I keep going, mm-hmm. One word answer, close the eyes. And then she'll have to shake my foot to get me to open my eyes again. So I finally no. just, I finally just kept taking longer and longer to open my eyes. Then it was even worse because she was listening to the cancer prison babe with the champagne. And chatting it up, and I could tell that she was so into it, she wasn't watching what she was doing with my feet. She hurt you? She was just, you know how you do something so often, you can do it on autopilot? Yeah. So she was there's there's a time when they put some some scrub on like a like some sort of a Brillo pad and then they yep. scrape your like a pu- a pumice whatever. So they put a little cream on the pumice thing and then they go and it just makes the bottoms of your feet soft, right? It removes some takes some, off a layer. It sloughs off skin. So she's Ugh. doing this and they do across the top of your toes a little bit like they're buffing your nails. So she's doing this and she's doing it and looking away. And I happen to notice she starts doing it in such a way where she's not even touching my foot. Like she'll just, she's just making oh, the, shit. Hand, she's just <laughs> yeah. doing the hand motion like around my foot. And then she'll realize and then come back and go and then do it. So it's just like this whole, so now I'm hyper fixated on, can you hold my foot? You're, you're supposed to do the thing. And really all I want is just toenails to be painted so I don't have to do it. All the rest of it is just a nice. And that, like you have frequently said, privilege problems. I'm thinking, so now I'm I'm mentally sitting here complaining about my pedicure. Can't you be in the moment? Can't you celebrate? This is your this is your bonus. Your this reward, is your yeah. And then, I, and then cancer, cancer, prison, champagne. Have a, have a, have a. I'm kind of pissed about my reward right now. I might need another one just to- I just wish, yeah. So I just wish there was a way to politely let people know, I don't, I don't want to talk to you. I don't, don't want to talk. I don't need you to talk to if me. If it makes you feel bad. Yes, and the dentist is the other one. God bless them. They want to talk to Why are you talking you. to me? My mouth is open. <laughs> this fucking pipe is in there, spurting the squitch and all the shits everywhere. Spurting the squitch. <laughs> Isn't that what it does? You know what I mean. Spurting the squidge. Close your mouth. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) I can't do it. I can't. I can't tell you how my boys are. You know, it's like, just take care of the thing and let me leave this place. I'll nod. At the dentist, I'll nod and go, "Uh uh-huh. But that's all you can have from me. Uh Uh Uh-huh. At least at the dentist, I honestly don't mind having the chattiest Kathy on the planet. Because when she's satisfied hearing her own voice, I don't have to do anything. Cause she'll keep rolling whether I nod or smile or blink or breathe. She's just <laughs> like all that stuff. Go fine. I'll I'll Squitch. you know I'll say goodbye in an hour. I don't care whatever you talk about. I can just zone it all out. But when they have these pauses and then you open your eyes and they're staring at you and their face is an inch from your face because they're no, never they're doing your, your eyes teeth. right. Oh God. Uh-uh. No. My son's trying to think of a a kind of part of medicine he did this allied health program at school and I said well 
Stewart still thinks he's going to be a doctor. He, he's not. I so, know. Wasn't he making him watch a hysterectomy surgical video the other no, day? No, school made him watch it, and Stewart and Ethan made Stewart watch it with him. But uh, bring a like, vomit bag. Gross. He's like, well, something in the medical field. They said, well, you could be a nurse, which is one of the hardest jobs you will Absolutely. ever. I mean, it's. I don't want to say the worst because it's the best job, but it's the worst shit you have to do. Literal shit you have to do. Um, well, it's be- also emotionally so grueling because there's so much nurturing and emotional nursing care in helping facilitate someone's healing. And it is not appreciated by the majority of folks or even the economics of the situation, which is very frustrating to have such a high value, precious precious, difficult job go unrewarded across the board. It's tough. It's a little bit like teaching in that way, right? A little bit. Similar you have to give you have, you have to give a of- lot of yourself. And you shouldn't have to, but part of it comes with the job and part of it is the job is at its most effective when you are deeply personally engaged. Involved. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he could be a nurse. Probably not. Ah! Um <laughs> Having said all that, maybe not. Uh, then there's like a PA. Then there are like all these other. But Stuart still thinks he's going to be a doctor. So he'll throw out different types of medicine. He could be an endocrinologist. What yeah. about this? What about that? I'm like, what about you? It's not understanding that it's not going to be brilliant and son. Like, what about you doesn't get that this is not. He's He's just not built for that kind of thing but I have to tell you I'm very much looking forward to the next four years of our lives trying to figure out what it is for which he is built uh, and to see <laughs> what he chooses and likes and hates and and see where I'm so curious I want a magic eight ball I want to know a where my daughter is going to go to school now that we have my son figured out you're but, too early it's too early she's taking the SATs again because her first kick-ass score on the SAT without having a full year of math that was on the SAT. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If you could do that, not knowing half this shit, let's see what you could do after you've had it. Like, let's Good. take that. Sure. Good, sure. Yeah. So I just, I'm super excited for them. And I want to tell you, sorry for you. Because I am again turning towards my act three and figuring out <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do? You got distracted for a year with COVID. Like I didn't well, have to I make have, a decision. No, no, no. I've, I honestly have been thinking about you and that very question quite a lot. And it's come up in conversation more than once in the past month. So I've got double barrels loaded at you. We'll take it offline and then we'll, okay. we'll, we'll seed some of that back here online. I've been thinking about it a lot, partly because I'm sort of in the beginning stages of figuring out an, another new wing or a new act or whatever you want to call it, a, and certainly a new direction for myself. And it's hard fought. I'm not Take I'm, me with I'm not thriving. <laughs> I'm not succeeding. And I'm putting in way more effort than I thought it would take. So again, photographs, I would love anything, to ride pedicures. your coattails in my act three. <laughs> I would love to ride your coattails well, as I'm I, doing now. I, I just, I think Hold that- on tight. Take me for a ride. <laughs> you you know, come on. It's funny that we're both doing a lot of aspects of the same thing for vastly different reasons. Mm-hmm. There's a good 150 pound difference between us. And yet you're doing this physical 
transformation exercise, heart-based physical Peloton transformation on a daily basis. And I, I really admire that. And it's, you're not doing it to transform the outside. Not you're anymore. Just, you're, yeah, well, yeah. So it's like, well, look at that. It's that Peloton commercial that everybody loves to make fun of. You know, let's follow the journey of a 118-pound woman as she transitions <laughs> to a 115-pound woman. Yeah. I, I, I prefer maintenance because I do enjoy the peanut butter cookie a little more than I should. And I do not have a balance to a lot of things in my life. But because I don't, deprive myself of those joys I need to counterbalance it with 30 minutes of riding whether it's I I don't know I I can't ride on the road either because you said oh okay who can't stand on roller skates Melissa Brilliant (laughs) is the answer to that but would you want to though I mean is this I I honestly I have this illusion that I can do anything physically and I'm continually well but he probably can right and and, there wasn't there was a time I used to could have, but now I might not can. I have I this massive can. weirdo body that I don't know how I ended up in. So until I can get it back into a place where, yeah, I can fucking do that. Let's go. Major League Baseball, give me the ball, right? Whatever it happens to be, I can fucking I'll get do drafted. it. Yeah, you want to score? Get out of the way, Flyers. I got this. I think you should make a chart. You should make a chart like I used to for my kids, used to woulda, coulda, um, for my kids where – before they could leave for school, I had laminated a poster that said, did you brush your teeth? Are you wearing socks? Like, did you eat breakfast? All the way down. And you had to move your face. I did. I laminated two circles with their faces on them. I cut out pictures. And they could move them down to what they had accomplished in the morning. This so is why you, they're going to college. In my house, my kids I are like, what's lamination? Yeah. <laughs> we don't used to be such a good mom. <laughs> I'm over it, obviously. So, so what you need to do is for every 10 and at like the 50 mark, 30. At the 30 mark, you should really stop. At the 30 mark, which is like your goal, I'm assuming. No, I, I have 130 pounds to lose. So I've lost 10. So I have 120 still to go. I think that's I, a little dramatic. Like, what I, are you using as your gauge? A physical scale. <laughs> what do you want from me? What's up, moron? Um, I, here, I think it, at the 30 is, mark, you okay. put down on that on that board, you put down massage. Right. And oh, then- yes, yes, yes. I already have massage booked for next week. So that doesn't really count. But I will tell you this. Well, you have to yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do week. a. I'll do a full <laughs> spa day. I'll do something like that. I got to make something significant or bigger. I, I just want to as a caveat to the weight question. I am a shorter person than most. I'm five foot four and a half. Yes, I'm counting the half. So you should fuck off. So I'm five foot four and a half. My skeletal structure is large. So I give the impression of being taller than I am. My whole presence is one that people are always surprised that I am as short as I am, right? And they are surprised to hear the number of my weight. I don't know why you're telling people the number of your weight. Well, part part of it is because I weigh the same as the lacrosse coach who is 6'2", All-American at Syracuse, right? A gigantic bouncer at the bar looking dude who could fuck you up. We weigh the same, right? And I come up to like maybe his nipple is the top of my head. So it's just ridiculous. But the reason that I want to clarify this is I also, at some other point in my life, put on a lot of muscle mass. So I feel like I am a sturdy little birdie and I do weigh more than, and I I kid myself in saying I carry the weight well. I can I can hide it. So it's you would hear that number and you would think that I am a rolling blueberry ball. And a lot of people know that I you look at me and you absolutely know that I'm overweight. 
but you don't look at me and think, Jesus, how much do you weigh? Like that's what that number feels like. So yeah, I'm tired of that number. And it is about the number. I would like the number to be different and better. And I would like the pants sizes to be, you know, single digits, all the things that don't seem like they're unattainable. They seem unattainable right now. But in my brain, I know they're not unattainable if I just fucking stick to this 1200 If you would have gone back to podcasts from a few months ago, you would hear yourself say, no, this is where I am. This is it. And there is, I can't get out of here. I can't take a step. I can't. So it's true. this is wild, crazy progress. And it's I'm, true. And I'm so proud of you. My fingers are raw from hanging onto that rope. And each day I force myself blisters and all to pull one stretch higher on that rope. And that's the only way that I'm doing this. It's not because it's like, today I woke up and I'd lost 10 pounds and I don't know how it happened no. and the CRISPR drawer is Again. magically clean. No, none of that fucking shit. So yes, this is keep walking. Keep Again, walking. after 50 for a woman to lose weight, to actively change is, is that's borderline impossible. So the fact that your nails are on that rope and you are <laughs> holding tight the way mine will be on your coattails when you and I are on our third act, um, is is amazing and I'm I'm so proud of you. Well, and thank you. I have a saw. It's a, a a actual saw. Like you would cut wood with the saw back and forth the sawing motion, right? The handheld wooden metal bladed saw, a traditional thing you picture. And an artist friend of mine painted on the saw blade. I have it hanging up as a piece of art and it says when you're going through hell, keep going. <laughs> Which is my favorite quote from Winston Churchill. And it's the fucking truth. So I have it hanging in here and I look at it and I think, "Yep. Yep. 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 Just don't stop." Walk, the way out walk, is pull, through. Pull. Yep, right. that's it. Go that's through. It. So I ain't fucking there yet, but I'm not where I was, I guess. So, Dear listener, there are times when I will podcast with Amy and she holds up a drink that makes me want to lunge right through <laughs> the camera, um, right through the laptop to go grab her sweet tea, to go grab her coffee with a foam that uh that you could taste just by looking at the screen she's right now drinking lemon water which that's it it's just hot not, water with lemon it's which would not tasty. entice me at all when you make something look better you want it so it's not who cares about fucking lemon water why would i drink that stupid shit i took hot water and three slices thin slices of this beautiful yellow lemon and that I you found it, in your crisper and i put it in yep and i put it in a barely celadon tinted glass a footed glass so it's this tall glass with some nice etching on the side and a nice little like wine glass stem at the bottom that's kind of beefy and so yeah it's just they're floating in there and it's just fucking hot water dear listener dear listener do you think the reason our lives suck and we can't get shit done (laughs) is because we don't have a lightly tinted celadon footed glass You make everything look beautiful as well. I don't know how you do it. It's easy to do. Are we good? We're good. Okay. Dear listener, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. We think that you should start appreciating yourself more. Go get a pedicure and don't worry about what they're talking about. You could put earbuds in and then you solve that problem altogether. Which Ooh, I, I, I know it's that. kind of rude though. I, I have that debate. Is it okay to wear AirPods to this place, this place? Even shopping, like I kind of want to hear one AirPod in. I want to hear what's going around. I need to know if like a truck is going to crash through the front of the... I I need to know. Head on a swivel, as your husband would say. Safety first, that's right. Head on a swivel. Head on a swivel. (laughs) One of my favorite Brian comments of all time. Because he was yelling at three small boys (laughs) as they were walking in a parking lot. 
somebody was yelling that from the stands just this past week. It's oh, really? Oh, I yeah. I love it. I love it's it. a good one. It's a good one. It is. Lights out, Meatball. We love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So something strange is happening. <laughs> <laughs>